0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper. And Becky. From the DFWTO podcast. If you've been a long-time listener, you know how much mental health means to us. Mental health actually plays a role in many horror films, especially the final
1: girl subgenre. Whether it's Nancy facing her nightmares and defeating Freddie, or Sydney taking out Ghostface to overcome the trauma of and avenge her mother's death. Not only are horror movies a huge comfort to Casper and I, so is putting our mental health first. And if you agree
0: and you're searching for professional services, let BetterHelp be your guide. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can help you start your journey of self-awareness and discovery. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be flexible and convenient for any type of schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get yourself matched up with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge.
1: Just like the final girls that triumph over evil, triumph over your trauma with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com D-F-W-T-O and save 10% off your first month when you sign up today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot D-F-W-T-O. And remember guys, don't fuck with the original. Now let's get into the episode.
0: Welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Um, and to trigger warning, this whole episode is going to be heavy. Yeah, pretty similar to our Ant Hill Kids episode,
1: guys. This is another one that's going to be dealing with a lot of... um
0: Essay yeah and a lot, a lot of, of essay explicit. with uh, children a lot of yeah um so just prefacing that yeah. so if you don't want to listen to this episode you don't have to you can skip it um we but always give everybody that option we've
1: pretty much tried to do that from the beginning with mm-hmm. this podcast that if there is any episode no matter what it's about if it gets we know it's going to get heavy and we know it's going to get really crazy we always make sure we let people know because hey we've got trauma we know some people are at points in their life where they can't handle shit like this or they just can't handle it at all and totally understand that's why we do a podcast where we literally talk about everything that encompasses horror even real life horror and cults are a horror i was literally just telling casper that i was listening to this podcast where this guy and it's like it like shocked me but didn't shock me you know i think we live in a world today now where like you're you'll hear things and your reaction to it is to be shocked but like you're
0: not shocked like you you know what i mean like, i think you're just talking to the millennials right now um i think we've been us. through enough
1: <laughs> we're just like
0: we're just like what and we're, were like, like oh, oh what minute. Minute. now yeah. it's not like oh my god this is happening it's what now
1: yeah. My reaction was like, Oh my god, wait, yeah. I am to surprising. the literal but point that there's where there's so if... many active cults right now. We were literally just talking about that. How many active cults there are like right now and not old ones like this one we're gonna be talking about, but like newer
0: ones. I am literally to the point where if Bigfoot showed up in my backyard and made a campsite. I wouldn't
1: I would join his cult. <laughs>
0: I'd be like, do I need big feet?
1: I will go buy big shoes. I will, yes, because neither one of us have big feet. I'll just get like whatever. What do I need? The props that Elijah Wood wore for Lord of the Rings. Like, what do I need? Their Hobbit prop feet. That's about the closest I'm going to get to big feet because I. You know.
0: But no, this is our second episode into our new cult series that we are starting. Um, this is the first time in our podcast that we have gotten a little bit more, what is the word? We don't hold back as much on these episodes of the cult stuff because it's just, we wouldn't have anything to talk about (laughs) if we did. So these are more explicit, I guess you could say. The cult episodes are more explicit and it's the first time we've gotten more explicit with um, our podcast. That's why we've been heavily trigger trigger warning them. Because we are not really holding back on these. So, again, just letting you know that.
1: Well, and I think the other reason, too, especially with this one in particular, um, the Children of God, as it was known when it started, now known as the Family International. um, The Family International is still ongoing. So that's another reason why I wanted to talk about this one and why I don't want to hold back, because... I want people to know, you know, you can't erase stuff like this. <laughs> there are a lot of things in pe- in your past that you can go, all right, you know, all right, that was a mistake. You make your amends. You say you're our fathers. You can't, <laughs> whatever. And you keep it moving. But, like, this shit, absolutely no. No. Like, there is, there's no acting like this did not happen. No. And making yourselves out to be this, like, now, this very godly, wonderful, um, all about Jesus, uh, like their, their website, uh, literally says that we are an online Christian network of individuals in 75 countries committed to sharing the message of God's love with others. It's literally on their website right now.
0: Remember that when we talk about what we're going
1: to talk about. That was updated this year. So the Family International is still very, very active in countries all around the world. All over the world they've reached. So that's another reason why it was so important to talk about this one. Because if you know people that are a part of this, if you're a part of this... You know, they're not talking about what they used to do. They're trying, you know, they're trying everything they can to remove themselves from that and go, well, you know, that was a different, you know, Children of God was this, but the Family International. No, it's all one. It's it's all the same. So, yeah, you're not you're not getting away that easy. So, um. We are utilizing the uh cultfacts.com website, which is amazing and is just whoever puts our information about so many cults, some that are well known, some that aren't as well known. Um, yeah, cultfacts.com is pretty pretty cool. So It originally started in 1968 to the present, and this is a Christian, this is literally how it's described, and this is about the best description, which is another reason why we're giving such a big trigger warning. A Christian sex cult with numerous allegations of sexual abuse and pedophilia. So, pre-warned. You have been warned. The counterculture movement of the 1960s and 1970s drew together hippies throughout the country to embrace a new way of living. While many pastors strongly condemned the sex, drugs, and rock and roll lifestyle of many youths, other Christians saw this movement as an opportunity to share the counterculture message of Jesus. As a result, many communes and evangelists popped up throughout the country, sharing the love of Christ with other hippies. Overall, this movement has profoundly impacted evangelical culture and helped shape it into the movement it is today. One of the most prominent groups in the Jesus People movement was the Christian—or sorry, sorry, was the Children of God—started by David Berg. Berg demonstrated a remarkable ability to draw people together, committed to living for Christ, who loved communally and would zealously proselyte. Proselyte—is that how you say that? I think that word is so proselyte. Proselyte. If you're not Christian on the reg, that's a really fucking hard word to say. However, as time went on, Berg uh, commanded his followers to increasingly isolate themselves from the rest of the world and devote themselves to his teachings. If any,
0: if any, listen, if any religious thing that you're in wants you to isolate yourself... That is the biggest red flag of any of them. Love, love bomb, isolate, gaslight,
1: abusive relationships, cults, religions, any of those. It's all the same thing. It's the number one way they can, they can get 100% control. And if they
0: also say they're the only ones that are right, that's a sign of a cult too. Marcus. And an abusive relationship. Yes. Anyway. So separated from outside influences, Berg revealed that he was a prophet of God and that members should stop planning for the future because the world was about to end. Which is funny because the world's about to end like 70,000 times now. So, oh, any of these that are po- apocalyptic too. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my god. The world is just going to keep
0: ending. ending
1: every 12 years.
0: <laughs> like, yes. So... Slowly, his teachings became more and more extreme until he revealed that members were expected to prostitute themselves for Jesus. Guys, this is absolutely insane what I am about to read. Calling the practice flirty fishing, members were told to have sex with strangers to open the door to tell them about Christ. As sex became more normalized in the cult, sexual abuse became rampant with countless reports of sexual misconduct, including the sexual abuse of children. Berg did little to stop this abuse and instead encouraged it, demanding his underage followers to do sexual favors for him, and even publishing a book describing in detail how to sexually abuse children, using his son as an example. Isn't that a great man? He sounds like a great. Several members have since spoken out about the abuse they had endured in the cult, resulting in several arrests and prosecutions from cult members. However, the most prominent members, including David Berg and his wife, Karen Zerby, the current leader of the cult, successfully avoided prosecution. The cult officially forbade sexual contact with children in 1986. However, many oh, have- Oh, good for you. Right? You had to actually, like, go about that and make that a thing? Um, many have argued this was just a lie to avoid problems with law enforcement and that the abuse continued to be practiced and encouraged. Today the cult claims to exist only as an online community of about fifteen hundred members. There's still too goddamn many. One is too goddamn and many. Karen Zerby is still alive. She's remarried.
1: I see that woman's face and I want to vomit. Like she did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Um, so the founder was David Berg. Um he is deceased. We'll get into that when he passed away. Uh and again. Children of God was founded in 1968 in Huntington Beach, California. At its peak, it had over 15,000 members. It was also called The Family, The Family of Love and Teens for Christ. Um, It split from Christian and Missionary Alliance. Um, And at one time, Rose McGowan and her family were members. River and Joaquin Phoenix and their family were members. Most notably, their mother has been very outspoken that they left once the flirty fishing thing came about. They were like, yeah, I want no part of that. And Jeremy Spencer, who was the former guitarist for Fleetwood Mac, was also a former member. Um, Some of the abuses under the Victor program, rebellious teenagers and adults were reportedly subjected to mental, physical, and even mental, psychological, and even physical abuse, including sleep and food deprivation, manual labor, silence restrictions, and isolations um so you were isolated within being isolated and see those were all see all of these can happen in abusive relationships too that's why i always want to bring up the dichotomy of both because mm-hmm. i don't think people ever look at them as one in the same and they I so are i didn't i, I was a uh,
0: baptist growing up i it's didn't look so at it like that but to, wow when you really put them side by side holy shit especially
1: once you learn the terms love bombing and gaslighting yep. Gaslighting will change
0: your life. Whoa, boy. And I mean that... I don't mean that the act of gaslighting will change your life. When you find out what gaslighting is, it will change your life. (laughs) Actually, no, it won't. I never said that. (laughs) Everyone's, like, triggered. (laughs) Me for a minute. I was like, "Ah!" Listen, I have been gaslit a lot. (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: Oh, oh, boy. Even my family. (laughs) I mean, like, it goes... Yeah.
0: It goes deep, deep. Yeah. Woo. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Girl. What did you eat for dinner? Gaslighting. That was a perfect girl dinner. I had gaslighting and Adderall. And Alexa Pro. Girl dinner.
1: (laughs) And Starbucks. Espresso depresso.
0: More espresso, less depresso.
1: Not anyway. really, but, um, <laughs> former member Jerry Gollard reported that members were required to raise money for the church and that the cult withheld dinner from those who did not raise enough money, causing him to miss his own wedding ceremony.
0: So they did not
1: have real dinner? No, they did not. <laughs> we have to liven it up in between, guys. This is gonna get... <laughs> if it hasn't So, already.
0: former members reported that they were discouraged from sending their children to school. You know, I've noticed, too, a lot of times when it comes to um, cults and they don't want you to know knowledge outside of the cult, kind of like part of the isolation thing. Again, red flags. Big, big, big red flags. That was a big thing that I remember
1: when the whole, like, uh, thing went down with Warren Jessup and uh, the FLDS Mm -hmm. church thing that uh, none of them... Had formal education. Nope. They were all edu- They were all homeschooled. They couldn't under write the under this F.L.D.S. program, and yeah, True none of them FLDS. knew math. Not none of them knew like anything. They didn't know anything. You I'm saying? That is so fucking
0: crazy. Girl, <laughs> day- <laughs> Few members actually continued their education past high school, so not a lot of them even continued even having an education at all so he believed uh david berg believed in the law of love which is said that in
1: which is said that any action was permissible as long as it was done in the context of love
0: um, um, also i would like to point out that he literally said of any age he said any age just letting you guys know that Ugh so this next one that we're about to read is going to be the the worst um this is going to be a lot of the child abuse lawsuits that happened um and it's a lot so strap yourselves in numerous members have
1: accused this cult of child sexual abuse by leaders and various members alleging that this behavior was normalized within the cult um and these were men and women leaders also i just i really 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 want to preface that as well um, there are far too many accusations to list here, so below is just a sampling of the various allegations brought against this group. The cult published the book Story of uh, Davido, or Davido. Davidito. Which promotes child sexual abuse and describes in graphic detail the repeated sexual abuse of Ricky Rodriguez, the son of David Berg, throughout his childhood. Now, this was Karen Zerby during one of those flirty fishing se- sessions. Um, slept with a man that was Hispanic, Latin, something I'm not I'm not exactly sure what country he was from because Ricky is is not white and David
0: is David and Karen are definitely white. Um, also to preface, they were not allowed to use child uh, or birth control. No, when they not did the flirty all. fishing, they were not allowed to use birth control because David wanted more people to raise. To actually be raised in, in the cult, in not the brought into
1: the cult, but like literally, yeah. I mean, like
0: brainwashed
1: from birth into the cult. So uh, when you watch any documentaries about Children of God, there are clips that they show you from these, like not these like illustrated novels. Like the Flurry Fishing one was fucking wild to yeah, me. It was. it was like literally a woman in bed having sex with. She- i did not know how to handle that like it was just i was like this is insane and then the book of david ito is is really disgusting like it's his own how could you even? son at a really young age with women like being encouraged to do this to this baby um several people have reported being raped by david Berg himself. Himself, as children, including his own daughters and granddaughters, Karen Zerbe, who is the current leader of the cult and uh, David Berg's widow, had sex with her own son when he was 12 years old. This was Ricky. Mary Berg, David Berg's granddaughter, testified that she was locked in her room for six months for her quote-unquote disobedience. She also reported that mandatory silence, severe beatings, forced labor, and long, exhausting exorcisms were given as punishment to children. Former member Verity Carter reported that she would be beaten or forced into silence if she asked questions or showed any signs of imagination. I don't even know what the fuck that
0: means. Any signs of thinking differently?
1: Or thinking, yeah, outside of what they tell you. What they brainwashed you to believe. Exactly. Derek Lincoln, one of the cult leaders, was sentenced to 11 and a half years in prison in 2020 for sexually abusing underage cult members. Not long enough. It is believed that he had over a dozen victims. So that means that he needs to get ass raped every year for each one of those dozen victims that he is in prison because that is the only justice. Um, One member testified in court that she had her mouth duct taped, was beaten with a belt, and had her mouth covered as an adult member, pinned her to the bed, and s would her. That That abuse happened daily. Over a dozen members reported to New York Times that they experienced or witnessed as a, as minor, sometimes forcibly. Former member Peter, um, that's, I'm sorry, not sometimes, that's always forcibly if it's against a fucking minor, I don't know why I was worried like that. But former member Peter Frauman reported being raped by an adult when he was 11 as his mother watched, which had the approval of everyone in the room. Uh, a former member testified that when she was 14 she was essayed and held in solitary confinement 3 times after just 9 days of living in the cult. Argentina, Australia, France and Spain all conducted child abuse investigations into the cult causing some members to go to jail. In 95 a judge ruled that some top leaders had been SA minors as well as using severe corporal punishment and sequestration toward minors so sequestering them meaning like isolating them imprisoning them keeping them from speaking uh sexual contact between an adult and a child was officially declared an excommunicable offense in 1989 oh my goodness well okay
0: they didn't say though a lot of the people that were in it said that that was just a front so right. they I mean, if that guy got arrested
1: with... in 2020, like, yeah. convicted, like, come on now. More than a dozen former members confirmed to one news source reports of S.A. between children, teenagers, adults, and numerous communes. Ricky Dupuis, Dupuis, I believe that's how you say it, was ordered to have S.A. with two preteen daughters of high-ranking leaders, reportedly to prevent him from speaking out against the group. He later left and committed suicide. Promoted essay and letters and cartoons distributed to cult members. One photo pictured mothers essaying a little boy. I think this is, this, a lot of this was in that story of Davido with uh, Ricky. And another one, uh, there was an adult woman and a toddler, both naked, her hands suggestively near his private areas, and the caption read, read, well, they told us to go to bed. Australian authorities removed 142 children from the cult for alleged S.A. Um, Berg also promoted a, promoted a belief in the New World Order and claimed that it was the result of the Antichrist. And he also claimed that there was a city inside of the moon.
0: Okay. So do So
1: there you go.
0: <laughs> so... I am so
1: sorry that was heavy for a lot of people. That is, I mean, that's what, that's what they believed in. That is exactly what they believe in. I mean, there's a, there's a flyer from the cult on one of these. It doesn't have anything about the children, but I mean, the fact that they used Genesis (laughs) chapter one, verse 28, be fruitful and multiply as like an excuse for this flurry. I mean, how that is always the most disgusting thing about these type of cults where they pick and choose bits of 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 religious things and have manipulated it into something so sick demented and twisted that it's so far removed from what it was originally intended that you're just like i I can see why these people could be so brain I mean what and you also have to realize that by the time and this is literally giving no excuses to these adults that did this to these children like you i i i I have no I don't care how brainwashed you were past the point of no return. there is no excuse for this. I don't care if you were a mindless zombie. there is no excuse for this, but you you don't just get there from these words like you are browbeat down to nothing like you nobody loves you nobody cares about you you have nobody outside of this cult you have no money you have no job you have no existence so that's their whole thing right is you only exist within them because they have taken everything away from you so even if you get one wild hair about leaving where are you gonna go what are you gonna do you have no education you have no job you have no money you have no id you have no what are you gonna do I mean, you can, you'll be fine, but that's, that's what they've convinced you of, that you won't. How are you ever going to make it? You don't, you
0: wouldn't even know what to do. You And you have nothing. Mm-mm. So. So, they believe the apocalypse was imminent and encouraged members to live hand to mouth instead of making long-term plans. They predicted a comet would bring a catastrophe in 1974. They predicted the second coming of Christ would happen in 1993. And they officially renounced their apocalyptic beliefs in 2009. Which is really funny because um, the second coming of Christ did happen in 1993 because I was born. No, I'm just kidding. So so they also very much hated, they were racist. Of course they were racist because why wouldn't they be? Um, Berg believed in the international Jewish conspiracy. He claimed that African Americans and Jews were conspiring to ruin the world. That's Um, always their big thing. That is, um, the agenda. <laughs> um, Berg's, Berg said that their stooges, I can't say that, were the curses of the world and responsible for nearly everything that's evil. Basically, African Americans.
1: The Negroes.
0: Yeah. She's allowed. I I'm, say I'm not allowed. Um, Berg wrote, every Jew is a terrorist. He definitely Jew- wasn't allowed to fucking say it. No. <laughs> Every Jew is a terrorist, every Jew is a robber, and I think that if I could get over there and had a gun, I'd shoot him myself. Oh, great. Berg blamed God for his racism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, because yes.
1: God's racist.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's he said, I'm a racist because God is. Makes perfect sense. I mean.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude. So one of the big things with the international Jewish conspiracy I just I just want to bring this up because people still think this is real and it's been it's been debunked left, right and center so many times but a forged document that was originally published in 1903 call called the Prodigals of the elders of Zion. Is an extremely anti-Semitic forgery that details a supposed Jewish plot for global domination. It's it was written in Russia, translated into multiple languages. Um, it was basically given to German school ch- German school ch- children during the Nazi rise to power, despite it being extensively exposed as a fraud n- numerous numerous times but people still to this day believe that it's true believe that it has this because of the themes of it of uh jewish leaders conspiring to take over the world and infiltrating all of the world's economies and plans to control the press and banks and all this other fucking nonsense i mean it's just it's it's filled with so much nonsense and the fact that it has been debunked extensively since the 1920s but there are still people will still reference it to this day of believing it to be true and it just i just wanted to bring that up because that that one singular piece of shit that is that was is completely forged completely a falsehood has caused so much anti-semitism Even to this day, till now, that what was written there, I mean, we laugh and joke about it. And even people that are Jewish laugh and joke about it a lot. And it's, you know, they laugh and joke about it. But there are people that take that fucking seriously. And I'm like, are you, that, it's just, that's such a wild, it, it just, man, you can, as far as I'm concerned, you can stick that right up there with flat earth. And fucking everything else. Cause you're just, you're talking out your ass and, and you're, and it's, and it's racist as fuck. Uh-huh. Like there ain't no other way around it. You're, you're racist. You're racist as hell. If you start in on that crap, well, juice control everything. You're fucking racist. Like that's, that's such an insane. And to think it all started from, from one fucking bu- 1903 and they've been trying to debunk this thing ever since and people still believe it. Like it's just, that's fucking wild to me. Why y'all?
0: Well, COVID showed us the police people believe pretty much anything. If
1: you don't correct history, history will be doomed to repeat itself over and over and over and over and over. And we are seeing that now more mm-hmm. than ever.
0: So Berg called himself the king, the last end time prophet, Moses and David. He taught that he would be a key figure in the imminent second coming of Christ. He claimed to have received a number of prophecies from God, many of which declared greater openness to sex. And Zerbe was believed to be one of the two prophets predicted in the in the Book of Revelations. Yeah, and then there is a flyer that shows. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> that shows, cha- cha- shows. Okay. Shows child brides. How old were Adam and Eve when they got married? Um what about teenage marriages? So that's like that was another thing. Mm-hmm. So this was
1: a, this is another mass manipulation in the cult to justify your sickness of SAing children is to say that, you know, maybe maybe Adam and Eve were kids. <laughs> Excuse me. What? You're reaching a little bit too far like, there. Let's let's calm
0: that down. Also, a huge, like, in order to actually join the cult, you had to abandon all your possessions. Mm-hmm. All of them. You gave, so in the early years that
1: uh, River Phoenix's family and Joaquin Phoenix's family were in the cult, uh, and this is kind of where a lot of the kids, because even a couple of the kids are in music, this is where a lot of the kids really got into becoming, you know, ultimate ultimately performers actors musicians and whatnot is because one thing that they did to make money not really for themselves at all was giving back into this cult is every single day for hours and hours sometimes set up to sundown they would stand on street corners and perform they would sing or the kids would act out little plays or whatever like that's how and a lot of people believed, even close friends of River That, you know, that was the first seven years of his life that he was in that cult. And reportedly, when he was about four or five years old, I think it was mentioned in this documentary, that he was molested. Four. Four, while he was in the cult. So I, even from friends of his, I, I really think he carried a lot of that. How do you not? How do you not carry that? It's so tragic what happened to him. I mean, you see what Joaquin has been able to accomplish. That man is a phenomenal actor. We could only imagine. And he swears his brother was a better actor than him. We couldn't. We didn't even touch the surface of what we saw in River. So it it, it it would be very hard to believe that he didn't carry the trauma of what happened to him within the first seven years of his life in that cult for the rest of his life. That ultimately led to his death. It's just. It's beyond tragic. What. The children in this cult had to endure and what led so many of them to drugs or taking their own lives because of the trauma that they just lived with forever forever you don't just get over something like that um, so members this is where the isolation the separation from the world members were separated from society and referred to them referred to outsiders as systemites Early members lived communally, abandoning their possessions, changing their names. Uh, they were forbidden from voting, paying taxes, and opening bank accounts. Former member Verity Carter reported that she had no contact with the outside world. This including included no music, television, or formal education. Instead, being taught survival skills and how to keep secrets from social workers. Scotland police reported that for most children... Their only interaction with society was when they were taken into city centers to beg or play instruments. Former members reported that they were discouraged from working and children were raised in isolated conditions. Uh, So a little bit more again with the um, sexual allegations. Ricky Rodriguez again, um, again, he was pretty much the entire story of... uh, Davido book was about him and the essay that happened to him as a toddler uh, by other adults. The behavior that was documented by the church, published in the book, encouraged this behavior. He later murdered one of those adults. Um, He made a video and he was speaking out for his sister about what was happening to her and trying to get her out. He had been trying to find his mother And she moves around. She never keeps one address. That was always their way of avoiding law enforcement. Um, He was trying to find her, I believe, to initially kill her. He was going to kill his mother. And um, I don't want to play judge, jury, and executioner. I don't think it's my place to do that. But do I want to say that woman deserved it?
0: Let's just say for pedophiles, there's a very you know, special place in hell for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very one of, the,
1: one of the women that was in that book that did SA him as a child. He did. He tracked her down, brutally murdered this woman, um, and then killed himself because uh, he was able to ultimately escape the cult. He got married. Uh, I think did he have a child? I couldn't remember if he had a child. I don't I think he, he got had a married, child. I know he got married. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, whew, of any of the children, I mean, I, I, I'm sure... I... He
0: also said his first um, abuse, essay abuse, he was four. Yeah. He had sex. He said he had sex when he was four years old. So, yeah. Like, that. that's... My mind cannot even comprehend those words. I can't... Because sane people don't. Um... I thought you said Satan, people. And no. I was like, well, Satan. then pray Satan. Yeah, right. <laughs> At this
1: point, <laughs> um, former member Verity Carter claimed to have been sexually abused by four members of the cult. The cult has admitted that on multiple occasions they commanded their followers to destroy particularly damaging evidence of their abusive practices. Interpol and the FBI launched investigations into the group for their SA allegations. The New York Attorney General Launched an investigation into the cult for among other things, tax evasion, rape, polygamy, draft dodging, incest, and kidnapping. Can I? What is draft dodging? So, at the time that the cult started in 1968, it was uh, during the height of the Vietnam War. Oh, okay. So male okay. members would have been encouraged Drafting. to, yeah, to dodge the draft. So burn their draft cards and gotcha. leave the country.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Which which just would have been another way for them to move around with the cult.
0: So it is unknown how many cult members have actually committed suicide. The cult officially recognizes at least 10 although defectors had reported more than 30 by 2005 and the media have uncovered additional instances due to the large amount of information about these events We have only presented a partial list of the information publicly available regarding these tragedies. So there's a very, very high sewer slide rate among former members. Suicide is expected among former members, which I mean, in all reality, it's so fucking sad because if you think about it, where, if you, if you're so integrated in that world, you don't even know that therapy is really a thing. You don't know that you can actually get help. Like someone can actually try to help you, um, Basically, rewire your brain. Some of these cults will tell you therapy is evil. Mm -hmm. So, imagine being brought up in that your whole fucking life. So, you really think you have no hope. So, various members have reported attempting to commit suicide as children as a result of their abuse. Isn't that nice? Uh, Ricky Rodriguez, again, Berg's son, who was repeatedly essayed, was favorably detailed in the book that Becky has mentioned. Um, and like she said, he did commit suicide as a result. Um, I also think that was partly because of what he did to that lady, because I like what they, there was a, there was a, um, a documentary that we watched that we'll mention at the end where you guys can find that if you want to watch it. He murdered this lady and then drove away. And it was almost like he had a realization that what he did was wrong because it's, he, he clearly knew what was wrong and was what was right. And I think that that's part of why he actually did end up going through with it fully because he realized what he did was very wrong. Um, and that there ultimately would have been no just,
1: justice for what happened. Right. And it, like if he was caught, he would have more than likely gone to prison,
0: mm-hmm. you know, exactly.
1: Were, even though the people that did this to him should be
0: in prison. It just, cause it's just like one of the ladies said, she's like, it's so hard to actually make the evidence credible because she's like, I don't know where we were. We didn't know our addresses half the time. We were all over the world in different times of our lives. So it would be hard to actually make a conviction with evidence because they were everywhere.
1: And also in the beginning, of, you know, as we mentioned, a lot of people were encouraged to change their names. Mm-hmm. So it, it, if you were SA'd in another country by someone who wasn't using their real name, how would you have any how would you be able to build any kind of a case? You didn't know, you have no timeline. You don't know when it is, where it is, who this person is. Like, you know something happened to you, but there's no way to build any evidence Mm -hmm. against it. So Ricky Dupuy left Dupuy. It's either Dupuy or Dupuy. I have no idea. (laughs) D-U-P-U-Y. Do with that as you will.
0: (laughs) So Ricky D left the cult and committed suicide in 96 after he was ordered to have S.A. with two preteen daughters of high-ranking leaders, reportedly to prevent him from speaking out against the group. The cult is accused of being responsible for the death of River Phoenix, who died of a drug overdose in 93. So no one was allowed to leave their
1: communal homes without permission. Uh, Rose McGowan, uh, who was born into the cult, has later spoken out that they would threaten to make a person's children disappear if they were thinking about leaving. She also reported that she had to go into hiding after her family escaped to avoid members who were trying to capture them. Uh, As far as their unique sexual practices, which didn't seem like they had anything unique about them. It was just free-for-all, fucking... We don't care how sick, twisted, or illegal. Just do whatever the fuck you want. As long as it's in love. No God. Berg told his followers, there's nothing in the world at all wrong with sex as long as it's practiced with love, no matter who it's with, or what age, or
0: relative, or what manner. I feel like this man just wanted to do literally fuck anything that moved. I genuinely feel like this man just had issues and Decided to make a cult out of those issues. I swear oh God, this man was fucked up. Uh, married
1: women were expected to have sex with other men. Wife swapping and orgies were sanctioned and scheduled. Incest was not just permitted, but encouraged. Top leaders and other cult members reportedly uh, SA'd their own children and grandchildren. Uh, nudism was practiced. Uh, encouraged... S.A. acts involving children, so just heavy pedophilia all over the place. Very Soldering encouraged. as young as two or three years old. Just all over the place. Uh, members practice polygamy, married minors, uh, as Casper had mentioned earlier, banned contraception, the practice of flurry fishing, which apparently ended in 1987, that uh, basically women prostituted To bring men into the cult. Uh, The claim was that there were over 200,000 people that were fished, apparently.
0: Think about that, though. If there's only 15,000 members, let's say half of those are women. Bruh. I'm just saying. Nuts. Imagine the the, the STDs. Oh, my God. I can't even... Rampant. Oh, my God. These poor people. Jesus. Female members including children, uh, were,
1: were made to create sex tapes with a David Berg. Various members reported being SA'd by top leaders as children. Members were encouraged to visualize having sex with Jesus. Like I said, this is literally in one of their illustrations. Um, Men are expected to imagine not Jesus, but a woman. So no homo. No, they're supposed to imagine they are women. Oh, they're they're women. Oh, that's right. That's, that's no homo. No, no. Right. Okay. <laughs> Why are you gay? I'm sorry. I saw that on. am sorry. I saw that on a TikTok. Are and you just thought gay? G e y. Like,
0: what
1: yeah. is happening?
0: Two bros chilling in a hot tub, five feet apart, because they're not gay. <laughs> I'm over here just trying to my my brain stuck I'm on that like, one. I don't. I'm stuck know on that one. I'm like you. That.
1: I literally don't want to process that.
0: You're not only encouraged to have sex with Jesus,
1: women. You're having sex with Jesus, men. You're a women woman having sex with Jesus, but no homo. Also, transgender is wrong. Huh? <laughs> what? Oh my god, Jesus! Dating, literally, kissing, no, hand holding, and premarital sex were initially forbidden but every person had a buddy you had an accountability
0: listen this is fucking hilarious out of everything that we just said in the past 45 minutes it was initially for forbidden Uh, and i remember that in a documentary i do too i
1: think it's on hulu and max it was people magazine uh It was an expose that they did about cults. They did two seasons. Uh, There were about 30 to 40 minute episodes about various different cults. They talk about, you know, Jim Jones, um, Heaven's Gate. But the first episode of the second season was about Children of God. And initially, people that did start out in the cult say that it was very, like, there, I mean, it was so strict. There was, like, no premarital sex. No dating. All this stuff was forbidden. Um, You literally had to have somebody follow you everywhere to make sure you weren't breaking the rules. Like, where you, you know, no premarital sex, no drugs. no. Like, it was so super, super strict. And then, like, as, the more and more and more members they kept getting, it was like something within David Berg just snapped. It was like, wasn't even so many members. It was like the more power hungry he got it was like the more his sexual perversions it was almost like i'm getting away with so much bullshit how much more can i get away with like just pushing the limits as far as you could possibly go like it starts off like this and i've already got you doing this let me see if i can get you to do this oh you'll do that let me see if I can get you to do this. It's like, oh, they're completely devoted to me. They will literally do anything. So they
0: just they just keep upping it. Well, it makes a lot of sense the way you're putting that way, too. That you said, you know, the more power-hungry he got. Because in all reality, SA has a lot to do with power. It has a lot mm-hmm. to do with being in control. Not necessarily having a lot to do with lust. It, it does. It holds a lot of power. And if he genuinely was starting to get that big head of his like where he's like i hold all this power i feel like it was just his biggest way of controlling literally everyone and everything that he said that was a quote-unquote policy or you know a belief was basically excuses for him to be able to carry out his power hungry bullshit well there's a section here at the bottom
1: that was also mentioned in the beginning that he originally started out as a pastor for the Christian Missionary Alliance Church, where they say this is like a offshoot from, not really, but that's who he originally pastored under. But uh, he was removed not only for being frequently intoxicated when he would preach because he was a full-blown alcoholic, but also uh, due to quote unquote suspicion of sexual misconduct. So he was already a pedo, like from the start, like, People that are like that, they they start like that. And I think that, like, he was probably trying to, like, push against that Um, the deeper he got into developing this cult. Which is why, at first, they started with these, quote-unquote, good intentions of being all-loving about Jesus, but being very restrictive and like, what you did and what you said and what you ate and all this other stuff. And more people were like, oh yeah, this sounds great. This sounds exactly what I want for me and my family. And like the bigger it got and, you know, the longer he kept up with this, you know, not only with being a full blown alcoholic, but just his mind just getting more and more and more voracious with this power of having control over so many people, because you think like, he had to have control. He couldn't really control what he preached the way he did under the Christian Missionary Alliance Church because they controlled what he said. But now not having to have the control of what the church is telling him to preach, he has his own quote unquote church so he can preach whatever he wants. So he is and he's getting all these people and i think that's where it starts to escalate cuz i think and i think that happens in in anything again going back to abusive relationships it can start that way it can, it can start with something little that you know like the the other person could go well that seems kind of weird but it's you know maybe it's okay and so then that just causes the abuser to push a little bit more and then that person is still like i don't know and then they just keep once they know they can keep getting away with more and more and more or and they just have you so beaten down into control that now they'll just do anything to you because they know that you'll either accept it take it and ultimately take it because they've isolated you and brainwashed you into believing that you have no other way exactly um i just think it got worse i think it got worse the more power hungry he got and the more people that they got. I mean, you know, like we said from the start, there was 15,000 members at its peak all over the world. I mean, he had command of that many people. He literally thought he was God and could get away with everything. And he, he, he damn near about did. I mean, really, for way too long. That the, the shit that went on with that fucking cult, with him involved, from the time he started it till when he died in 1994, went on for way too fucking long. Way too fucking long. Yep. And you would not convince me at all that none of that fucking stopped. They were still doing the same shit up until David died. And I think Karen was doing the same freaking thing. And she remarried a cult member when David died. Mm-hmm. Her husband now was a member of the fucking cult. That woman does not get a fucking pass. You raped your own son, bitch. Like,
0: the oh folk, yeah, I know. When I was when I was, watching you get that. no pass. I was like, this bitch is still alive. God. Which right here, David Berg was abused as a child and Karen had a very sheltered childhood. Well, there it is. There it is. So, also... And I'm
1: sure they probably were, you know, a lot of people that are abusers were abused themselves. But again, there's no excuses. There are a lot of people that were abused that fucking don't go around abusing other people. So I don't fucking care for that shit at all. That gets no excuses. It doesn't. There are enough people... That have had lives dragged through the fucking mud from every horrible monstrosity in life that you could ever think of. That would never imagine in a million fucking years putting that on somebody else. No. And they've healed and they're doing everything they can to get better. So I take that as no excuse. Ones that have been through the same thing and they turn around and do that to somebody else and put them through the same through thing, the they same went through. thing, even worse. But then their excuse is, "Well, it happened to me too."
0: The fuck. Do you know how many people have been abused and Don't decided not to be way. an asshole? Thousand percent. Don't work that way. No. Does not work that way. No. Um the location and travel schedule of Karen um is kept secret even from cult members. And then like Oh, we've... to this day people have no oh, idea yeah. where she is. She might not even know where she is. Cult oh, members I'm often sure. change their name, making it difficult to prosecute abusers, which is what we said earlier as well. So, yeah. Mm Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, guys, it's pretty interesting going through the, like I said, TFI, the Family International, is still very much alive and kicking um, all over the world. South America, Africa, uh, here in the States. (laughs) This is disgusting. Literally under their website, under the under the banner of children the hope of the future every child is precious in God's eyes and deserves quality and responsible care to be loved nurtured protected and able to develop their full potential the Family International is committed to promoting the importance of children's development in a happy healthy safe loving caring environment where their needs physically spiritually intellectually educationally emotionally are amply met our profound respect for children and the importance of their caring and upbringing is an integral part of our beliefs. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. You guys are disgusting. And then, and then if you click on, they've got some little link that takes you to a little uh, sidebar of uh, the Family International's Child Protection Policy. Safe from harm. We have a zero tolerance regarding any abusive treatment of children. Every child has the right to be protected from abuse and neglect of any kind, whether it's physical, emotional, sexual, or educational. We consider that the abusive treatment of a child is not only a crime, but it is a sin in the eyes of God. Then Karen, you need to be in fucking prison and burning in hell, bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? This is disgusting that this is literally their doctrine now. After what they put countless.
0: Is that actually their doctrine, though? Like, legitimately, or is it a front? Because they're a bunch of fucking disgusting asshole pedophiles. I promise
1: you, if you know anybody that is involved in the Family International that is thinking about getting involved with them. They go under many different names and many different guises. There are still people out there. They still have people out there that go out and try to uh, solicit for them. Do not fall for it. A lot of these cults that still exist today, they change names over and over and over and they have people hand out pamphlets and you think it's one thing over another. They even hold, they they even go to different churches and churches will allow them to use their home to hold services. So it's still even more under the guise of you thinking that this is something that it's not. I, pr- I promise you These people have no good intentions. They never have and they never will. And the fact that it is still under the leadership of someone that did this to not only children, but her own child who led him to brutally murder somebody and then take his own life. This woman is disgusting and not to be trusted.
0: That's putting it lightly. At all. (laughs) So that is all I have.
1: Woof. About I think that's the enough international. I
0: think <laughs> I think that's about I think that's it. enough. Um, I think we I think we have uh made our made. I guess the point,
1: guys. We know that was a heavy one. Thank you for sticking with us tonight. Um, now we're. Gonna I don't think a lot of happy. people. I don't think a lot of people knew about this, and I think that's another reason why I wanted to bring it to people's attention. Um, there have been. A lot of different documentaries done about, or I should, not even so much documentaries, but news segments. Um, if you go on YouTube, 2020 did uh, a really nice piece about this that's really informative, that has a lot of different interviews. Um, hearing it from the people that were actually there that actually went through it is is the most heartbreaking. It, it's like, and it's bittersweet because they made it and... They're trying every day to to have lives and better lives and better themselves, but you can tell they just still hold on to so much of that trauma from such really integral parts of their life. I mean, your childhood, your developmental years, and you literally were abused every waking moment by someone you were supposed to trust and love, your parents, your own fucking parents, your, your quote unquote church leader, these fucking cult leaders, like these were the people that were supposed to be t- protecting me. These are people that are of God, like... It's just so and sad. They're doing this to you. I and can't imagine how alone they put, felt, you doing that in your formative years, like... You're trying every day... Every day is a struggle for you, if you survive that. Like, every day is another day that you're surviving from something like that. So, big ups to the, to them. Um, but yeah, the people won... Um, Again it's just I think it's if you just search people cults people people magazine investigates investigates cults. cults max and hulu um again the 2020 children of god that's on youtube um yeah it's heartbreaking it's absolutely heartbreaking it's heartbreaking the clips of ricky the tape that was released that he filmed right before he died um, talking about so what hurt. happened. You could just, you can see it on his face. You can hear it in his voice. Like, I just hope wherever Ricky is, wherever any of the people that took their lives in their own hands are are in a better place after the trauma that they went through. David, I hope you are burning in hell for all eternity. Um, but Ricky and everyone else, I, I really, really hope that all of you were able to find peace. You were not able to find peace in this life. I really hope you were able to find peace and true love, actual love in the next life. Um, and, uh, to River Phoenix too, your death still affects, um, your brother named his son after you. So, I mean, that just like, I shed a tear when I heard that because clearly your death, uh, still affects your family and so many people. We never got to see the potential of what you could have been as an actor. Um, yeah. It's just such a tragedy and uh, run away. Don't get involved with any of this. Don't get involved with this cult. Don't get involved with any cults. Fucking we gave all the warning signs. We we could the love bombing, the isolation, the gaslighting run the fuck away. no, church no relationship no body loves you truly if that's the way they treat you that's not love that's not of god that's that's a horrible 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 thing to go through um and yes please after this go do something fun <laughs> go watch
0: a comedy <laughs> watch a halloween movie. go watch, go watch go, um go take a walk go take a walk go get some air uh Get a snack. <laughs> if you can stomach anything. Know. Yeah, um, right. Watch
1: something funny and then go take a snack. Uh-huh. Get, eat a snack. Go go do that. If if you can legally in your state, uh take an edible and watch something funny.
0: Every day. Watch something with Jim Carrey. I'm go <laughs> stick a fork in my fucking toaster. Take an
1: edible and
0: watch a Jim Carrey movie. There you go. Yes, or just scroll on TikTok. As, love Jimmy as long as your TikTok algorithm is called Yeah, I don't know. Or, uh, make sure your TikTok
1: algorithm is appropriate if that's what you want to scroll on after this. Don't be looking at nothing that's going to make you cry like in your feels. Mm-mm. We need all the no. happiness after this. This was happy, no. but thank you for yeah. sticking with us, guys, and we hope you we learned
0: something. We hope you guys like the new cult We hope series. you learned something for sure. Yeah. Um I honestly have kind of thought it would be interesting to go over like religious religions that people don't think are cults. Like Baptists. Oh, I would love to dive so deep into that shit. <laughs> I would not mind doing the one about Jehovah's Witnesses. Yep. But anyway, I'm enjoying doing the ones that I've never heard of, too, because I'm, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I had heard of that one. I just didn't realize the correlation in that one. And the fact Um, that they're still ongoing. Right. That's a So it's actually very interesting to be learning a lot about cults that I have not really known a lot about. Cults are fascinating to me. They always have been. But anyway, so next week. What are we talking about next week? More happiness. Lori Vallow, guys. <laughs> um, been all in the news. She was recently
1: sentenced to life in prison. Um, very early on with this case, I remember I think we were doing a listeners episode um, very early on, not only in our podcast, but early I remember on this case, literally when her children were just missing and there was very, there, there wasn't much coming out. I, neither one of us really, you didn't really know much about it. I had been following it more, but there was just still not enough information coming out that, uh, I felt. And then after talking that both of us felt would have warranted, uh, having enough information to do a full podcast about to give it justice. So, um, I'm glad we waited because, yeah, Um, At that point, there was really not much. Then all of a sudden, the children's remains were found. and Everything was coming out. The shit hit the fan. um, And she and her husband were finally arrested. And there were charges filed. And who knew how long the trial was going to go for. But um, yes, she was just recently sentenced. So I thought this would be a perfect time to go ahead and talk about it, kind of dealing with another cult in a way. (laughs) Um, In preparation, if you guys aren't familiar with the crux of the case um, or you've just kind of heard a little bit about it but really don't know a lot, I highly recommend, because I had no idea till this documentary came out that there was another child that's still alive. I didn't realize Lori had three children. I didn't realize there was this other child. And um, it is a documentary on Netflix told from his point of view called The Sins of Our Mother. It's still currently on Netflix. It's got 100% Rotten Tomatoes it you had me fucked up with that really good it It is good though so incredibly informative but will break your fucking heart Mm -hmm. at the end um that a child ultimately not only has to mourn for his siblings but mourn for his own mother because she is gone she is gone If you go on YouTube and you search Lori Vallow's closing statements, the statement that she was allowed to give during her sentencing, that woman is gone. Her, any semblance of a normal functioning brain, besides knowing right from wrong, is gone. She's gone. So um yeah I highly recommend watching Sins of Our Mother to prepare for next week. Wonderful. We'll give you all of the information about the case you need to know. Uh and it's it's heartbreaking at the end, but it's it's a, it's a really it's I don't want to say a good watch. It's It's a good true crime watch, I would say. Uh I think just being told from the point of view that it was told from it was very well done. Um but yeah, if you're really not familiar with the case and you want to prep for next week, I highly recommend. That's about the best. That's a great movie. Documentary that I can. Or documentary. That I, mean. I can recommend. Documentary um. movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's, we will be talking about Lori Vallow Daybell and all her cuckoo craziness that she was involved in. And the tragic uh, ending to not only her children, but there were a lot of deaths surrounding this this whole thing it's really crazy and i'm i'm glad we waited i really am glad we waited so we can really do this episode justice when we when we talk about this case i agree so
0: i think maybe after next week we should we should do something happy happier (laughs) maybe not as heavy <laughs> we
1: might stick a happy one in there and then save a, because we were planning on another heavy one after that, and like, I know. I'm like maybe,
0: maybe. I we think we're gonna break take up, a
1: break. I think we're gonna break up the heavy, because next week is gonna be another not as trigger. No, as not this as one, not as bad at all. But Still pretty. Uh, you know, anytime you talk about the death of children, it's it's always heavy. Um,
0: so we've been we've been hanging on some kind of heavy shit. Maybe we should take a break and. <laughs> we'll, after we'll, next week. We'll figure something out. We'll come up yeah. with something. Boring. No, because next week next week will be another the one that we were talking about, but I'm saying like after next week, maybe we'll take a little break before we go into another heavy. Anyway. So you guys, of course, we you know we have the all of the socials at Facebook, X, and Instagram. That's gonna be hard. I'm gonna call it Twitter for the rest of my life. Um all at DFWTO podcast handle is DFWTO eighty eight. 11. If you have any questions, concerns, want to say hey, give us any suggestions for the podcast, you can email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. Also, um, follow us and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. You'll always know when we put new episodes out and um, give us a review, give us a uh, rating, critique, whatever you want. And um, you'll always know when we put nub- 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 new episodes out. <laughs> So far, uh, we have ten reviews
1: on Spotify. We're still five stars. Nice, freaking awesome.
0: Thanks, so, guys. Thank you. Very much appreciate. Very much appreciate. Was that? Did you have anything else? No. No. No.
1: That's all I got. All
0: right, guys. We'll go. Watch Beetlejuice or Hocus Pocus, and oh, Beetlejuice is a good one to watch. Yeah. watch
1: that one.
0: Damn. Watch
1: um, <laughs> watch uh, watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. Hocus All right, R.I.P. Paul Rubens. Oh
0: yeah,
1: R.I.P. Paul Rubens.
0: That was yeah. my childhood, <laughs> Pee Wee. Yeah. Alright, guys. Well, we love you. Thanks again for all your support, as always. Have a wonderful week, and remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the original. original. Okay, bye! Dale!
1: <laughs> Dale! I had no idea what you were getting ready to do.
0: <laughs> That's great, Delia. I just looked to.